Welcome to Grad Chats with Dr. B. I'm your host, Dr. B, and today is a bittersweet podcast, as this will be one of my last episodes to host. Don't worry, though. This podcast itself is not ending. Rather, I have a new job and will be leaving UCA at the end of the semester. But I am leaving the graduate school in good hands as Dr. Michael Mills will begin his time as interim graduate dean. So today, I'm chatting with Dr. Mills, the associate dean for the College of Education and interim graduate dean here at UCA. Dr. Mills, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So I believe this is your first time on the podcast. So let's just start learning by learning a little bit about you. Um, so tell us a little bit about who you are, maybe outside of UCA, um, and or maybe how you ended up here at UCA. Okay, well, a quick rundown, and thank you again for having me. Um, I actually started off um, in Louisiana um, as a person who just wanted to be a finance major and make lots of money, and <laughs> then I Where joined did the you National go wrong? Guard so I can get, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, and I joined the National Guard to get through college. Um, long story short, um, I got deployed, spent some time in the uh, Army, uh, got to finish up college. By the time I finished up college, I realized I really did not like what I was in at that time. It wasn't just a, a fit for me. Um, so uh, education was, and I became a high school English teacher, and I loved it and did that for 17 years and had an opportunity to uh, um, get a job here as an assistant professor. So I started here in, I think, 2011 and just kind of uh, love teaching uh, uh, people who want to be teachers. And uh, before you knew it, I, I became uh, department chair and then associate dean. And I feel like I've been able to make a lot of um, uh, good changes and, and, and work really hard to support the team here. Excellent. So if you started in 2011, that means you've been in the College of Education for over a decade now. I know, so, right? <laughs> I'm sure it has flown by. Um, and I suppose that a, a lot of that time has been spent working with undergraduates, but I also think you've done some stuff with graduate students and graduate education. So can you talk a little bit about how you have engaged in graduate education over this past decade? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really excited about you know, the kind of the breadth of what we've done here in the college. And uh, when I first started, I was teaching courses in our Masters of Arts of Teaching program, the MAT mm -hmm. program, you know, and, and that was fine. I was an instructor, you know, for the most part for those classes. Um, I got to see in that time the transition from all face-to-face -face classes to hybrid classes to a fully online program, you know, because okay. that's just how it uh, happened. And it happened just in time um, for the pandemic. So mm. that was um, in some ways uh, a, a good transition. But in that meantime too, um, when I became chair, we started discussing the possibility of uh, creating a PhD program um, in uh, change leadership. And so, you know, all the stars aligned and we were able to work with uh, all the departments, uh, the, our new dean, uh, Dr. Uh, Vicki Groscott, she came in 2015 mm -hmm. and she's very innovative and forward thinking and really kind of gave us that impetus to put this thing together. And we're really excited because uh, it's a change leadership program for equity and inclusion. And we have currently, this is our 
third year, a third cohort, and we only mm -hmm. accept once a year, a third cohort. And we currently have around 97, 98 active students, which we're wow. really excited about. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of students and a lot uh, to think about as a person working with those graduate students, for sure. Um, so you've been obviously engaged in graduate education as you've thought through that PhD program and that master's program. So I'm curious, like as you transition now into this new role of interim graduate dean, what are you most excited about? And then also maybe what are you nervous about? Well, I will, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm pandering here or anything, but but I'm really excited about continuing the work that you've done because I've oh, actually seen- Oh, that's a good seen, answer. Good I, answer. I write, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even write it down. I didn't even write it down. But I actually remember pre-Dean Barlow, right? I was here okay. um, before you got, you got here, and I remember, you know, there were- challenges um and I, and well i've been able to see a lot of positive things happen in the graduate school um a lot of streamlining of processes um a lot more attention given to um, graduate student care um making sure that we're taking care of our students um uh, simplification of processes and um, what i'm really excited about is continuing that on and mm -hmm. making sure that we um double down on um, taking care of our grad students. Um, as you know, when we met earlier, if you recall, it's uh, with the staff, it's very important to me as a first generation college student that we value our grad students' time and their money, um, mm -hmm. frankly, um, because those are valuable for them. And um, and it's our, I think, our obligation, our duty to take care of grad students because for me, I mean, uh, being in graduate school is hard enough, but then you have mm -hmm. all the personal issues that you have to deal with, your know, life. And I think whatever we can do to mitigate challenges on our end and, and make sure that students have um, all the opportunities they, they can have and have the richest experience, um, it's, it's just part and parcel of what we should be doing. Now, as far as, um, Challenge, potential challenges or uh, thoughts of, um, I'm, I can't say that I'm really nervous about anything okay. because um, again, and this was not planned, um, I'm being left the, the office in good hands. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I think uh, all I got to do is not mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just gotta, I gotta make sure that I'm, I'm paying attention to what students need. We have a great staff in the graduate office. Um, everyone's all committed to making sure students are taken care of and faculty are taken care, um, care of. Um, so for me, it's just making sure that they have what they need to help being um, supportive of faculty and students um, and solving problems as we go along. So I just wanna make sure that I'm always available um, and that, I, uh, that I'm, I'm giving due uh, diligence to uh, everyone's needs um, and, and keeping, um, I guess for me, making sure that the North Star for me is is fixed. And then that is uh, keeping the, uh, my focus on what students need to be successful and what faculty need to provide, you know, an excellent education. 
Excellent answers all the way around. Well done, Dr. Mills. I appreciate your responses and I appreciate your um, acknowledging the role that I've played. It's, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, this is a bittersweet podcast and it really is. Um, <clears throat> the decision to leave UCA was not an easy one, um, but it was made easy by the circumstances of moving back to my home state and so forth. Um, but it's still, you know, it, it's hard to leave when you put a lot of energy into it. So I appreciate your acknowledging that work and then also a willingness to um, kind of pick it up where I'm leaving off and continue pushing some of those ideas forward. Um, one of those things that you'll be taking over is actually this podcast, right? So as mm, interim yes. graduate dean, you will take over the hosting role for this podcast. And I know you've had some conversations with the graduate assistant. So I'm just wondering, can you give foreshadow what might be some of the upcoming topics for next semester for our listeners out there who might want to know? Uh, yeah, certainly. And yeah, it's it's something that I think about a lot because I'm a very quantitative guy in many respects and and the analytics cannot show a, a, a rapid decrease in viewership. We, we've got to make sure <laughs> that's when you, you check those numbers when you're down in Alabama, you check those numbers. You're like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, I should have never handed it off to him. Um, uh, but for me, I, I, I think, again, uh, I had a great conversation with the GAs last week about potential topics. Um, and again, you made it easy because a lot of the focus is on graduate student support and making mm -hmm. sure that we are providing what we need uh, for students to be successful. And so in that vein, I want to talk a lot more about, I want to lean really heavily into uh, mental health um, mm -hmm. and uh, other services available um, here at UCA and in the community. Um, also mentioned to the GAs, I, I, I want to talk about uh, student loans and um, repayment plans and things like that. So uh, whether they're in class or they just left, you know, mm -hmm. the program, that they have good guidance from us on um, taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of, um, taking advantage of the best opportunities for them. Because um, I think for us, one of our best roles is providing resources and guidance. And I think if uh, we really stress what we have to offer and what we can, both in advice and actual resources and connections, I think we're doing our, our best for our grad students and, and they deserve it. Excellent. So I just I want to switch gears at the end of each um, podcast. I've been asking folks to make connections to our graduate school tagline, which you're probably familiar with. But just to be sure, it is inspired, empowered, accomplished. Um, I love those three words. I think they describe a graduate students uh, journey through graduate school, as well as any moment you can feel inspired, empowered and or accomplished while you're in graduate school. So I'm just wondering if the, if you can think of and share an instance <clears throat> of when you've been either inspired, empowered, and or accomplished through your work with graduate students. Um, yeah, um, for me, it I think probably the most consequential aspect of this job for me, uh, and I'm gonna say respective to the PhD program, but I can probably say the same for when I worked for M in the MAT program. Because um, in the MAT program, it was, it was a pretty straightforward affair. I wanna become a teacher. I'm mm -hmm. gonna take 
36 hours and I'm going to get my certification and I'm going to teach. And we got to see that play out. It culminated in an internship um, and we got to see all the classwork culminate in, uh, you know, here's how I'm going to do this in real life. And we got to see that play out. And it was very concrete for me. Now, the PhD program was a little different in that, you know, it, it meandered a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Because people were exploring different ideas, different dissertation topics, uh, different concentrations um, and that sort of thing. Uh, so for me, the inspiration comes from both as an instructor and a, as an advisor, mm -hmm. talking, just talking with grad students and letting them share like, you know, cause we're not just talking about like, hey, what classes do you need to take? And, oh, you gotta do this and this, but it's, it's like, what are you thinking about doing for your dissertation topic? What um, are the challenges that you're seeing right now in class, et cetera? Um, and I think it's been a great opportunity for me to really see how our students are having to balance their personal lives with this empowerment stage of their life where they are really mm -hmm. trying to level up their education so that they can um, change the world really. And, and I, I don't mean that lightly. I, I know it sounds cliche, but this is a change leadership program in the mm -hmm. PhD. And it's exciting to hear about what students are planning to do, what they want to do. And they know that once they get that degree, that it'll open some doors and give them that agency to be able to take care of business, so to speak, right? But whenever you have those conversations of, of what they're dealing with in their personal life, their professional life, and how the, the coursework kind of dovetails into what they're doing in their efforts for equity and inclusion in their own professional lives and their personal lives, it's really kind of rewarding to see how not not only are we like giving them this platform and and and, and they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I had a you, you brought up something really great in class and, and I was able to use that, but then they'll come up with these fantastic um, uh, avenues of discussion and innovation, and I'm like, I have been considered that so I'm continued to be um, I continue to be impressed and inspired by the students in, in that way but also uh, when they share their brilliance and 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 their novelty and and, and what they do especially specific to their um, industries because we have people outside of I mean, we have nonprofits education healthcare all sorts of people and it's really neat to see them, uh, applying principles of leadership, um, especially change leadership in, in their professional lives. You know, as you're talking, I was reflecting on my own experience with doctoral students. And I have to tell you, Dr. Mills, um, like the amount of professional growth for me was tremendous. Like I was so inspired when working with doctoral students because, you know, I was working really hard to stay two steps ahead of these folks. And these folks are running they are running and right. like the, just my own understanding of my own discipline. Um, but again, just a phenomenal opportunity to work with uh, doc students and be inspired uh, by all that they are doing. Um, so thank you for that. I was quickly, it, it, I went very quickly back to my days at Middle Tennessee State mm -hmm. University <laughs> where I was yeah. working with doc students there. That was my primary gig. Um, but I've had the fortune, I've worked with a few of the doc students here in your program, and they are, they're all phenomenal people, and they come from a variety of different 
paths to get here and they will leave on different paths mm-hmm. um, and have that positive influence. And I, I think they are um, very much an exemplar of what our tagline means in terms of being inspired, empowered and accomplished. So that's awesome. Do you have anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Um, I'm ready and willing to serve in any capacity that I am needed. And I, I mean that. Um, I, I know right now uh, they're still in capable hands, um, but after the holidays, I know they're going to uh, be wanting answers to questions and resources to fill in the gaps of, of their education and um, do know, reach out anytime. Um, it's very important to me to have an open door policy, just as you did, um, and to be available Uh and I'm working with the staff to make sure that they communicate to students and faculty how to reach me um, if they should need me. Um, uh, because I think one 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 of my biggest challenges is uh, balancing uh, my role as associate dean in College of Education with interim dean of the grad school. And I think I've figured out. And again, it's really only because the the staff at the graduate uh, school office is phenomenal and we have a great staff over here at College of Ed um, but I think in many respects um, uh, they have set us up for success um, and I just not I just don't need to mess it up <laughs> <laughs> well Dr. Mills I know what lies ahead of you and I want to congratulate you on this phenomenal fun opportunity uh, you're right the folks here in the graduate school are wonderful uh, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing and they'll get it done and they will work very hard to support you in this role. So, um, yeah, I'm looking ahead and you've got some fun on the horizon for sure. Um, I do want to thank you, Dr. Mills, for spending some time with me today. Of course. And I want to thank our listeners for listening to this episode of Grad Chats with Dr. B. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and listen to future episodes.